Hello and welcome to Missing Mystic Falls, where we cast a critical eye over every single episode of the hit CW show, The Vampire Diaries. I'm Catherine and I'm joined as always with my co-host Ellie. Hi. And we are also joined by our other co-hosts who once smashed a glass because she just forgot she was holding it, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> that I did do. I have to admit it. <laughs> Today we are talking about season two, episode two, Brave New World. Uh, the episode first aired on the 16th of September 2010. The episode was written by Brian Young and directed by John Dahl, who previously directed, I think my favorite episode, Friday Night Bites. I don't know why I love that episode <laughs> of The Vampire Diaries. You know what? As you said that, this one feels quite a lot like that episode, I feel. Yes, because it's set in high school and they, they force the reality to still be a high school world, which The Vampire Diaries never does. No. <laughs> um, so once again, it's a Mystic Falls high event where a newly turned vampire is causing havoc. A desperate and confused Caroline tries to come to terms with what has happened to her, while Damon wants to take immediate action. Tyler begins to develop suspicions about his uncle Mason and exactly what he could be hiding. This is a great episode. I also think Candace in this as Caroline is brilliant. I think I really like her sort of transition, her reactions. I think it's all played really well. I'm so glad we've got to the point of Caroline being a vampire. Like I'm, I'm so glad. She's great. She's, she's great. She's not having the best time in this episode, but she's great. Yeah, but this episode does kind of like hang on her performance, really, because it's such a self-contained episode. It's such a like, I was going to say not a lot happens, but it does. A person fucking turns into a vampire. But like, it, it's just about that, really. There's not a lot, of, a lot of other side stories going on. And I think she's great in it. And, you know, we talked at the start that she literally hadn't done much acting before at all. Like, this was her first job. And then the show was huge and suddenly she's like having an entire episode like resting on her performance and she knocks it out of the park she does and it's like as you say because it's the, the whole episode is her pretty much by herself or with matt and neither of them know anything about the vampires or like bonnie being witch or anything like that so like matt can't really work out what's going on caroline hasn't been discharged from hospital like elena and and stefan or damon haven't come in to see her and also like what a place to transition where blood's everywhere like she must be so confused as to why she's reaching for this blood bag and like why she can't stop drinking out of it and things like that like literal entire episodes have been dedicated to like how unfair it was that damon was like forced to turn by stefan but caroline like doesn't even get to make the choice because she doesn't know what's happening to her she just like starts drinking blood and doesn't know why mm, yeah. like even even with vicky stefan was there to explain like you can either feed or you can die and like i know the compulsion of like was wearing off and uh, over time she knew she remembered all the conversations with damon during their abusive relationship and like the stuff that he told her but yeah she probably didn't know that at the time when no she definitely didn't because she was like why am i drinking this like she didn't understand she just had like decided to become a vampire and had no idea of like the choice that she's made because up to this she's not been anything to do with the supernatural world for like 10 episodes 
Hmm. And I think it's also interesting seeing her interact with the nurse. I think it's they do that really well, where it's like, go back to bed, honey. And she's just so confused. And she's like, but I'm hungry. But why? And it's a really interesting dynamic um, that obviously changes throughout the episode. I also wondered, like, was her, was her heart monitor, like, not off? Because she was dead. She died. Like, surely there was no heartbeat. And she's in a she hospital been- and no one notices that she's actually like, she's dead. <laughs> That's she been a coding. good point. Yeah. <laughs> Did Catherine pull it out? I feel like maybe... Like- wouldn't they, they, they should notice that as well, shouldn't they? If like someone's heart monitor is not connected. I've I've actually never had an overnight stay in a hospital. Is there, Does everyone have a BP machine? No. N- not, but like, I feel like they always do in the films. I just feel like yeah. given what Caroline's been through, she probably would have done. She nearly died. Like yeah, she probably surely. does have a BP machine. <laughs> I well, how on earth did they explain? Because she literally took vampire blood and it healed her. How have the doctors like reconciled that? Because they were like, she's gonna die, and then they checked and she was fine. Like, how have they not questioned it? Well, I much like Liz, I don't think they're good at that job because they have not <laughs> noticed that she's been dead for half the night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my only thought would be that they're bad is that like um Catherine compelled the nurse because she was like oh people went but your friend Elena came in so maybe Catherine compelled the nurse to like no one check on her she's fine Mm, or something like that we're giving them a lot of credit aren't we we're like all these workarounds they probably just (laughs) messed up someone died and they didn't even notice Probably all the doctors were trained in Mystic Falls and they only learn about the Confederacy. They don't learn about anything else. They only attend history class so they learn about the history of the town. So it's not their fault that they don't know how to be a doctor. <laughs> That's true. So silly of us to think that they might they might be competent in their jobs. Oh God. I also love how that first creepy like initial scene with Caroline, it's like in the hospital, it's very eerie. And then you get obviously the intro, Vampire Diaries help and then it's, the carnival and it's completely like haha fun music dancing blah, 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 and it's just kind of always feels worlds apart from the intro do you think if the mayor of a small town died two days before they would cancel the town's carnival or not is it the I town's carnival yes. or is it school carnival because i feel like if it's a school I mean, carnival you wouldn't cancel it would you i think you would because it's still like the town goes it's freaking big but it must be school because caroline and elena are organizing it it is school but like i just feel the mayor is like i don't know it's like they they all know him you know what i mean like yeah i feel like everyone hated him i feel like the yes. the level of they did showing him by keeping all this stuff i mean carol literally had a party i know it was a funeral but it was a party carol had a party and tyler's well tyler's at the carnival as well yeah <laughs> that is true as as is mason doing arm wrestles as is mason <laughs> um, yeah they and it's i completely agree with like the switch and it's like they make all these silly puns of just like we we've got to get this right otherwise caroline will kill us and how does she do it oh because she's not human yeah and it's like (laughs) (laughs) what do you because um in that conversation bonnie and elena have like a little chat about like how they deal when like Catherine's around what would how would we tell our evil doppelgangers apart from each other I think Alice would be so easy because, Al, you're just, like, the loveliest person in the world. If you had an evil doppelganger, like, you just, there's so, you're just so polite. You're so lovely. <laughs> I think I would ask Ellie's evil doctor uh, doppelganger one small question about the OC. 
And if I get a short answer, I know that's not Ellie. (laughs) (laughs) I would maybe ask you a question if you that I know you love Catherine, and if you don't say right, okay, thank you for asking. (laughs) (laughs) I like saying thank you for asking when you don't ask me. that's that's your tell i'm so glad also you brought up the oc because my god do i have a lot to talk about about a carnival and a ferris wheel Mm. oh oh let me tell you actually let me tell the listeners this episode is coming completely for both alice and ellie's dreams in different ways (laughs) (laughs) we'll get on to ellie's alice do you remember like not even this year the year before where you went to me so earnestly i really want to go on a ferris wheel you know what and then you didn't i haven't gone on a ferris wheel this ferris wheel this year either oh, honey they're just doing it so casually I know. they're living my dream is not even trying <laughs> <laughs> isn't there a ferris wheel in brighton should we take you there that'd be Can't great that. <laughs> sadly there wasn't one at the village carnival <laughs> alice had her own founder's day <laughs> St- still still is a dream um, still is a dream of mine one day one, one day I'll caveat with this with I have been on a Ferris wheel before. I just want to go again. <laughs> you you did, and I was like, where are you gonna go on one? And you're like, it'll be easy. There'll be there'll be a fair with what? There are fairs. At uni there was one every year. It was so easy. We could just we could do it. That was fine. I'll take you to Brighton, Alice. We'll go. <laughs> Let's do it. If anyone knows of a, a Ferris wheel going up in London at any point, let us know. And we'll take Alice to a Ferris wheel. <laughs> Anyway, that's Alice's dream, but Elena wants to go on the Ferris wheel with her boyfriend and kiss him on the top. And this is something very similar that someone else I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens with Ryan and Marissa and he's scared of heights and she, he, they stop at the top and he's scared and he declares his love for her and then they kiss at the top of the Ferris wheel. It's the, it's the most romantic a thing can be. <laughs> No, that's the that's the New Year's episode. But for oh a late, <laughs> I thought they were the same. Oh, I'm sorry, they're not. But it's also a school carnival. <laughs> um, which which ones? Which one's the one that's got the song that you talk about? New Year's. Um, the New Year's one. The New Year's one. Okay, I'm so sorry. What's, um, okay. what's your Ferris wheel dream, Catherine? I don't have one, guys. If you, if you could, I like a Ferris wheel. Well, yours is just to go on one. What do you want from me? <laughs> I've got a great video of us on a Ferris wheel, Catherine. That I'll send mm. you after this. You're not having fun. You're kind of having fun, but Sorry. you're not having. Fun. I just love. We've got a great video. You're not having fun. <laughs> <laughs> She's scared of heights. I was so scared on that one. Yeah. yeah. But then I think we've got photos. Then I think we had a few more drinks and we went back on, and then you're having a time. Yeah. It's a good Ferris wheel. Ten out of ten. Anyway, Ferris wheels aside. Yes. Damon is sitting down with Carol and we find out that she's the interim mayor and we love to see it. She's in her girl boss era. She is. I also just really love before that, Stefan's like, we don't know what Damon could be doing. We don't know where he is. He's like gone off the edge and it pans to him having tea with Carol. (laughs) Of course, that's what he's doing. And also, Carol is glowing. She looks amazing mm. now. She's ditched her shit husband. Well, he's died, but you know. <laughs> Honestly, best thing that's ever happened to Carol. Yeah, definitely. My question is, because so Carol's explaining she's becoming interim mayor and she's asking Damon to head up the council. Was she head of the council or was Richard head of the council as well? And does she not want to do both? 
Well, she still has her original job of chief party planner. Mm -hmm. So I think it's the balance of all three of those. Yes. Because Caroline's not quite ready to take over because clearly the natural successor is Caroline. Obviously. I mean, she's doing it all at the schools. So like, yeah. And then we hear a bit about uh, Mason and Tyler as we get onto this when Damon's listening in. He starts to get suspicious and they're talking about aggression and anger and Mason is very unsubtle in his line of questioning. Does it happen at certain times? Like, for example, once a month? Only at night? What a subtle man. Honestly, what I like, just Mason, what are you doing, man? They just are like throwing all these hints in this episode and they're acting like it's meant to be a mystery. But a mystery for what? Like a toddler? Like anyone could work this out. Yeah. The the amount the amount that they do. Are we just gonna go full spy spoilers? Because I feel like people I, I should I think know. we should say this. Yeah, this is crazy. I think we should because also I will say, again, they've already had a shot of Tyler being like, I don't know what's wrong with me with a full fucking moon in the background. So like what what are we to think? They're werewolves, okay? Well yeah, because in the, the fight with not the fight, but the conversation with Stefan and Damon, they say twice that werewolves aren't real like they don't they don't yeah i've got this why are they so confident werewolves aren't real like they don't even mention at one point stefan goes like teenage ninja turtle which i went like i found pretty hilarious from stefan i was like good one and then they damon's not like no no that's that's ridiculous what he thinks is ridiculous is the werewolf and then did you also notice bonnie be like we've run out of team jacob t's they haven't run out of team edward but they run out of the werewolf one on that bunny thing we'll come back to the wolves but on that bunny thing i know they've mentioned twilight before but we'd like didn't comment on the fact that this is so similar to twilight why are they not like this is like our lives guys this is why is our lives like twilight like they never mention it it's just like a little thing i'd be yeah. like is does stephanie Va- does stephanie may know the vampires are real because this is our world yeah yeah i talk about it every day yeah i'd be like this, this is exactly like like when um they were making out and Stefan like jumps back and hits the wall I'd be like oh this is just like that scene in Twilight Stefan isn't this like that scene in Twilight <laughs> literally exactly. oh so good but but yeah so they're they don't know what they are I will say Mason is not being subtle at any point in this episode because he asked that but then also when they get in the fight at the end and he does that really ridiculous jump I've got there that was, was no need so for that unnecessary jump. he could have just like punch it why is he jumping over a car how dare you guys try and take a big jump away from me you know how <laughs> i feel about this that's been my favorite this one yeah big jump this was a little jump no okay this we got two big jumps this episode and this was my favorite because it was a it was a big jump over a car you jump over a car then we'll talk but it also had <laughs> physicality to it it didn't just feel like it was a still person that they'd like cgi'd whooshed upwards it felt like a stunt was involved i loved yeah. it Oh, I thought, I thought, don't get me wrong, freaking loved the jump. Why are they doing it? He's not being subtle about it. That, that's my issue yeah, with fair. the jump. Is that he also didn't do it once. I feel like he jumped and then jumped again. Yes. And my heart was yeah. racing. Also with his arm resting, he's beating everyone like with all his might. Why? Oh, yeah. This, I, look, I said I liked Mason in the last episode, but this fully grown man who is supernatural who is a fucking werewolf and has super strength, goes to a high school and engages in a series of arm wrestles with teenagers to make him feel like a big guy. Thank you. What a pathetic little loser. Thank you. (laughs) 
I do not also like then me. gets annoyed at Tyler for like getting aggressive, and it's how like, well, you've been, you've been like fighting, what have you been doing? teenage. Honestly, he just irritates me. Yeah, <laughs> you're you so against Mason. I didn't realize how anti Mason you were. Until. I don't know what it is about him. I just find him very annoying. Yeah. Do you not like werewolves? I prefer. If I'm honest, no, I, pre- I prefer Tyler. Tyler Tyler grows on me this season. Yeah. And that's not to say I think season one Tyler was a shit, but... Do you think Mason's attractive? I don't think Mason's attractive. Really. He's all right. For this show, no. In general, if you saw him in the street, probably yes. I, I think he doesn't look his best in these episodes. I swear there is an episode where I'm like, that's a very good looking man, but I don't know which one it is. But I, th- I think he's, I think, yeah, he's attractive. I have an idea of what episode that could be, but I don't know why. I also feel like his excuses are awful because when Tyler's like, what was that? And he was like, Brazilian, Brazilian martial arts. Like, what? <laughs> Honestly, th- this is this is like... He's an yeah. idiot. <laughs> My question is like, well, yeah, he's an idiot. And Tyler's starting to suspect stuff. And at the end, like, so, so Mason's asking about this moonstone throughout the whole episode. And Tyler's like, I don't know, ask my mom. I don't know. And at the end, Tyler finds it. Do you think he always knew or do you think he suddenly had an inkling because he now realises it's something more important and that's where his dad would keep the important stuff? I think the second. Mm, I I think he always could have been a bit more helpful and been like, oh, here's a few places you could look. Yeah. So I think he, he always could have like helped him find it if he really wanted to, but he didn't want to. And then he was like, oh, I'm going to check here and find it. Mm. yeah because i was like did mason just play it down too much to be like it's not worth anything so like why would richard have it in on mm. in the floorboard under the rug yeah mm. maybe but yeah tyler's tyler's got the moonstone mason wants it we don't know what it is it's another it's another gubbin mcguffin mcguffin uh, <laughs> also what i find wild in this episode is that after such a big catherine episode last ser- last episode you don't see her at all. She's like mentioned mm. briefly, but not a. I think that's the power of Catherine because she does these crazy things that like she's still causing havoc because like her, you've you've got Caroline like turning into a vampire. You've got her killing someone. You've got her feeding off the nurse. You've got all of this. And it's all just like Catherine stirring the pots. You don't need her in every episode, but like she's still working, like pulling the strings and like causing absolute chaos. Do you know how I hate this episode? Matt. Matt is a dick to Caroline. Yes. He's awful. I hate him. He literally call, he insults her every single time he's talking to her. And she's not even being that, like, yes, she is turning into a vampire, but she's not even being that weird. Like, she's just a bit freaked out and she, like, nearly died. Like, he's yeah. like, you're a control freak. You're neurotic. Like, da, 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 da. he's awful. Yeah, and he's like, even at the best of times, this is a whole new level. And it's just like, one bit, she didn't want him to open the curtain she didn't want light in the um hospital and he just like leaves her because he thinks that she's being he calls her a basket case i I think i've got it written down it's like when he comes to see her in the um hospital she's like i came to see if today's basket case period had expired that's like what he said and it's 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 literally as you say Catherine. like she has just almost died she's been in like a terrific uh, uh horrific accident and he's just leaving her or he's just being like oh she's mad at me and she's so insecure and it's so annoying and it's like how do I put up with this because I think I love her but like god she's so annoying she didn't do anything 
she's not, also this isn't love he always says something negative it's like oh this is her lover or hate it or love it or hate it or something and it's like from the way he says it, it's evident that he doesn't love that about her he finds it annoying he finds it irritating like there's so much i feel she always has to do perfect to meet matt's expectations mm. he just we've said this before he just doesn't like her as a person so if he yeah. doesn't like her why is he dating her yeah i don't know and also like his speech when he comes to her room it's also just like he he says he can't handle someone else leaving because he's lost i know he's gone through a lot but like that's not a good thing of i don't want to lose you it's just like oh i've been through so much i can't deal with like breaking up with you as well yeah it's not about her it's about him which is like i mean he has been through a lot on poor matt but yeah it's not a compelling argument for her to yeah um and you see her kind of all discovering so matt leaves but she discovers things like burning in the light um and like her eyes and teeth come through it just and she's going through all of it just alone yeah. like even vicky didn't have that she had someone and i know obviously it didn't end well for vicky but like caroline's just alone in her room it's awful. yeah it's not even her house like she's in the um she's in the hospital mm-hmm. and she's gone through but i love how she finds out compulsion and i do think her cover story for compulsion is so good whereas like yeah. my husband likes to get kinky <laughs> it's so caroline it. i also think even when she's going all through this stuff like some of the things she comes out with are so hurt like when she's like i have to get to the carnival It'll, like bonnie and elena are gonna like make a mess of it even when she's like in transition and leaving the hospital there are the sorts of things that she's like oh but the carnival i do i do want to note that the same nurse was working the night shift before the day shift and the evening shift so that woman is working over time and it might be they didn't want to hire two actresses but again i think it's a real insight into the american healthcare system and how much they're overworking their nurses yeah <laughs> maybe that's also why she didn't notice caroline was dead because she's been yeah. overworked she's been overworked it's not her fault yeah. no not her fault it also shows the extent of kind of caroline's control i know she kills someone later in the episode but she didn't kill the nurse like all other things that we've seen of vampires first taste of human blood they go absolutely crazy and caroline's able to bandage her up and like compel her and just sorts her out no one gives her any credit in this they're all like caroline will make a terrible vampire and i'm like why like i'm sorry are the two vampires you're hanging out with a picture of perfect mental health i don't think so well no but it's not even it's not even like stefan and damon it's also when matt and bonnie are talking about how matt's saying to bonnie that like she's being a bit weird and bonnie's like well you know she's caroline like they're all really bitchy to her this episode and i know they are normally but like extra extra bitchy this time but even with the um blood bag like caroline just takes sips she takes sips mm. and she stops she's not like devouring it well she's a lady she's miss mystic falls <laughs> exactly she has a straw <laughs> of course she does <laughs> but i love the scene with her and damon in the um when she gets to school oh my god yes yeah. so she confronts damon in the hallway about what he did to her and she remembers and it's so fucking good i will say she's become a vampire so they've given her lots of black eyeliner and i see that and i think it's cringy but otherwise i love that scene yeah i think yeah her outfit and her look in this is not good but i like that she's able to stand up to damon i also think her line in this is quite cheesy when she like shoves him back which is great and then she's like you suck (laughs) that was awful (laughs) but but prior that is bad 
prior to that they showed a really cool moment where he was like he was trying to work out why she would remember unless you're it, and she just gave this really cool as a cucumber little smirk and if she had just done that delivered Catherine's message and left perfect there yeah. was no need for the you suck no i i loved the shove because it was like oh yeah like take that damon like she's strong now and she can defend herself mm. yeah. But yeah but yeah the you suck is awful okay whilst we're on damon moments i also what did you think of the scene with damon and jeremy I wrote the audacity, the gumption, the gall of him going up and having a conversation with Jeremy after he just yep. killed him. Yep. But also I felt like Jeremy needed that because Jeremy is freaking idiot this whole episode. Like he is just constantly thinking he's bigger than life now. He's got this ring and that he can take down a vampire. Like even at the end, he's whittled a stake very badly and is waiting for Damon at his house like who do you think you are Damon's already taken the ring off so easily (laughs) it's also crazy that they have a bonding moment at the end of this episode he's just Damon's just killed him and they bond what and this happened with Rick as well I swear I swear Damon killed Rick and then literally an episode or two later they were best pals and they're bonding over uh, sleeping with the same woman who just happened to be Rick's wife like that's yeah, oh, it's crazy. Do you think they're they already starting like the date, the Damon re- rehabilitation? Like they're trying to make yes. us forget already what he did. Yes, I think so. Because even Elena, like she is like, oh, I don't want to talk to you, but that's just like a standard Damon pissing her off. She doesn't seem like more annoyed than normal. Yeah, yeah, I guess because Jeremy's fine, but like I do agree, it should be the only one who is really angry at Damon is Bonnie and I will say freaking love Bonnie I'll stand by her for anything except this because I do think it's her fault that Caroline's a vampire and she blames anyone but herself and she doesn't take it very well I don't right I have issues later down the line I don't have issues with Bonnie in this episode because I do think she made the right decision in the moment like I think the wrong decision was not not to give Caroline the blood no, that that I think it's but she yeah, told, told Catherine. she told Catherine. Yeah. Exactly why there should have been a group text that Catherine's back and she looks just like Elena, so be warned. I agree I agree. She she is like it yeah. is like her actions that have caused this. But in this episode there's episodes down the line where I have issues with her. But in this episode I think she's just like in shock more than anything else. Because it is crazy that Caroline is now a vampire. And I guess you do see her with all the blood down your face. Yeah. Like down yeah. Caroline's face. She's just killed someone. Every time there's anyone, like, and I know this is obviously a side to what's ha- like, happened, but it's anyone she's had any sort of romantic connection with, something awful. Like, the last guy was Ben the vampire. It's always something awful. Like, yeah. you never really get any glimmer of kind of happiness you see for Bonnie is like doused so away. quickly. Mm. Well, can we also, this is where I don't support Bonnie because she meets this very charming guy and they have a little flirt flirt and bonnie goes to her go-to move which is asking him to help with the karaoke machine why is how (laughs) she hits men always based on karaoke this is wrong very good point we need to see bonnie do karaoke i need to know like how good she is clearly not that good because he's wandering around by himself he gets compelled by damon and then he gets killed by caroline so he's not having a good time it's a rough night yeah but yeah before before 
Caroline kills him as well. You see her kind of like go up to Matt. And this is also where Matt's awful. You also see her like not knowing her own strength because she does plays that game. What even is that game? The bottle gate or something? And she smashes all the bottles. It's just a ring toss, isn't it? You just like have to hook it around a bottle, don't you? Mm. Oh, is it get the ring on the bottle? I don't know. I think so. I don't know. You're definitely not meant to smash all the bottles. <laughs> no, that's definitely true. Also, with her like dark eyeshadow, have they also made her hair like more platinum and given her like more of a side fringe? She's looking like very edgy this episode. Yeah, and they've they've either got like a lot of highlighter on her or like given her the, the just like the wrong shade like foundation and stuff. Like she's she's got this weird like glitter, but she's also like looking really pasty and maybe like a nude lipstick. I don't know. I wasn't here for any of her. No, she did look bizarre. And then I think also it. I know Paul Carter has had a rough night, but it makes sense that she goes to Carter because he's been injured having had a bust up with Tyler and Mason. So she like smells the blood on him and loses control. Yeah. And I think she's also having a weak moment because she's like almost killed Matt. So she's like upset. And then she's like, oh, crap. It was almost like shot really funnily to me because because it goes from like Caroline overwhelmed she like bites him kicks him black back like looks like she's killing him and then it's like a hard cut to Matt being like I just don't know if this relationship can work out long term like it was so weird <laughs> maybe it's because they're finally trying to give us hints of how shallow Matt is being <laughs> I hope so it was a lot of it was like a big cutty episode like there was some hard jarring like cuts from yeah. there oh we'll get up to it but Season two has one of the hardest cuts in Vampire Diaries and we will get onto it because it it took my breath away. <laughs> oh God, I'm really excited. <laughs> With that one though, what I would have loved to see because like Caroline like mounts him, like mounts Carter when she, I would have really loved to see like someone walking past and thinking that they were like going at it and being like, oh, fair dues and just like carried on. I think that would have been quite funny. We also have before like Damon arrives at the scene, we have a little scene between Elena and Stefan where Elena's self-centeredness takes full stage where they're talking about the fact that Catherine's turned Caroline and Elena goes, she's doing this to me. What? Yeah. It's insane. And also like when Damon even says she should kill Caroline, Stefan goes no. Or Elena says no. Elena's so quick to be like, Stefan, do you think he's right? Like, as in, if Stefan says yes, would she go along with it? Like, Oh, the parallels of them, like, defending Caroline compared to Vicky and Damon's like, do you not remember Vicky Donovan? And I know that they're, the they're different people, but, like, the way in which they're so happy to stand by Caroline, and I think they should, but, like, it's wild because they haven't even seen what she's like. But then I do also agree, Alwyn, she's like, do you think he's right? Do you think this is what we're going to have to do? Like, oh, my God. Vicky didn't even kill someone, did she? No, she almost killed Elena. That's it. And there's so many other ways she could have been stopped. As we... <laughs> ah, I'm never going to be over that. No. <laughs> and then I feel like the Damon comforting Caroline scene is really creepy. When he's like, it'll be okay. Don't worry. I'll help you. I'll kill... Like, and then it's like, I'll have to kill you. And it's really like... I don't know, soothing but creepy. It's almost like a serial killer feeling about it's it. It's a throwback to their to their relationship because that's exactly how he behaved when he was like he'd he'd act in like such an affectionate way, like stroking her hair, cuddling her, like kissing her neck or something, and then he'd attack her or he'd abuse her, and it's exactly yeah. the same way that he was. And I, it was so creepy. It was just like oh, 
and I've seen it so many times and I was like when is are they gonna stop like when are they gonna stop Damon like what's happening I was getting really stressed we were saying before like oh was this episode like rehabilitizing Damon but no because he's like in he's so disgusting at the end again because he, he like is so creepy and it's a reminder that he was like like this is the first time since like midway through season one Damon's been like the villain of an episode because he needed to be stopped mm. yeah and he got to a point of almost killing Elena like he goes he goes for Caroline I wrote good job Elena saving Caroline well done so I do give her props sometimes <laughs> sometimes <laughs> and she does she does start Bonnie in a way that it's just like it's not even it's I think she probably also like doesn't want to see Damon die even though she does hate him but it's also like Bonnie this isn't you like what although she says us she doesn't need to bring herself into this I think she was saying this can't be us like we can't be like Kill. yeah these these murderers I liked that bit I thought that was good also I think it's good that like Stefan's trying to help Caroline but Caroline like and she's saying oh Carter's dead she's a murderer but like Bonnie hates her blah 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 and Stefan says all your emotions are heightened right now. As if this wouldn't be a normal reaction to having just <laughs> killed somebody. Stefan's like, no, no, this is an overreaction. Your emotions are heightened. This is not an overreaction. She just murdered someone. You're just PMSing. That is the only sentence they can say to a new vampire. Your emotions are heightened. That's like the only thing they know how to say to every single new vampire. Do you think, do you think they learned the word heightened for the show? And they're like, we've got to get that word in there. That's, that's a high money word. <laughs> probably i was i do really like their friendship as it blossoms but i do agree at the beginning when when she's like hyperventilating and he's just like Let, let's just clean your face let's just not not talk about the important thing i mean that was crazy i did like him teaching her to breathe when he was like look at me look at my face i liked that i he was crazy when he was like you're overreacting but then i liked the end like the end bit of that scene between <laughs> them and like him like guiding her yeah, I think, and it it turns into something really beautiful, which I do, like, that, I love their friendship as a, like, her as mm-hmm. a vampire and him helping. But why no one stays with Caroline overnight? I have such I a question about. <laughs> yeah. Also, how did she get into her house? I wondered this. Did her mum say You know when in? she was on the phone? Yeah, I think we've seen it off camera because like she Caroline was on the phone being like I'm being discharged earlier and I thought it was Matt but Matt was surprised to see her at the carnival so I do wonder if Liz like picked her up and was like oh come on in sweetie you must be like I don't know they say come on in so much I am never like (laughs) come in Alice to a place where you live like you know what I mean yeah yeah we silently like open the door and walk in when we get home together and i say it like i still live with you guys that's because we're tired from the stairs <laughs> that's also very true <laughs> and i don't like caroline and matt in this but i do like that she, caroline it shows like that she's learning already you can see her like breathe their way the bloodlust and you can see she's like taking the lessons on and like learning curve and then we have our, our last big jump what do you what did you think of this big jump hey look i almost feel the jump was too big at a certain point when is it a big jump and when is it flying? It's like originally, originally Superman couldn't fly. He could only jump over tall buildings. And then they were like, well, he may as well fly. So he may as well fly. But I thought it just didn't look like Stefan didn't even like build up to a jump. He didn't even bend oh, yeah. his knees. He just took <laughs> they, off. They cut the, yeah. I don't know how special effects work, but they cut them out and then they just moved them up. <laughs> like, there was nothing to it. It was 
pretty poor as big jumps go. Yeah, yeah. I also got annoyed by Stefan's line in this, where it says, I came back to this town to live a life with you. He didn't even, like, I know he'd stalked her, but she hadn't met him. How was he so confident he was going to get her in his life? Like, he was like, the only reason I came back. Ugh. Blech. Oh, no. no I'm no, pro no. Stefan Lane at the moment, but that, that line gave well, me Well, then it. occasionally you're forced to remember the fact he's a creepy stalker and you're like, actually, I don't like this. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, any other observations we want to add for this episode? I really like this episode. I liked that it was self-contained. It was just about yeah, Caroline becoming a vampire. I liked that it was based in high school. I like this director. I want him always. <laughs> he did this in Friday Night Bites. I'm happy. Yeah. What more? What more could you want? It's so good. So now we're going to our favorite segment of the show. That's time. The clock. So we're keeping track of. Every murder in the show, every time a character comes back to life, and all the relationships. So, what are we adding? Caroline's back from the dead. Caroline's back from the dead, yes. So she gets to go on our illustrious board of resurrections. <laughs> and Carter was killed by Caroline. Yes. Mm. So Caroline, for the very first time, is added to the kill count. She is the first one of our, like, poor high school characters to be on there. Because... You know, like, that started in the high school, not the, the Salvatore brothers. First one of, um, what am I saying? Like, and Bonnie. Yeah, just for, yeah, the first one out of, like, Bonnie, Elena, Matt, Tyler, Jeremy. Like, we Bonnie. almost got her and Bonnie on the same time. Yeah. Jeremy did not try that hard, though. <laughs> Jeremy tried very hard this episode, but... Yeah, right, he did, he did whittle that stick. <laughs> I think he did for him. I, no, I, I think he did for him. He's just an absolute That shows idiot. a level of preparation we've never seen from him before. <laughs> I was actually really impressed that he laced the vervain. Now I've got more things to say that he laced the bourbon with vervain. But then he told Damon straight away. He was like, yeah. don't, 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 don't do it. Damon smelt the glass, but I swear to God they can't smell vervain. No, I didn't think they could. Actually, do you know what you wanted to talk about? Damon calls Catherine a slut in this episode. Yes. I did want to talk about that. Fucking hate that. Also, how dare he throw that name around when he has the most lines on our yes. relationship chart? My notes were pot calling the kettle black. Yeah. Um, yeah. 100%. Yeah. We do not. Look, Catherine's evil. There's lots of things to insult her over. Why is her number of sexual partners relevant? Why is it not. ever relevant? Also, like, she's so beautiful and she's got such a charisma and who wouldn't want to get with Catherine and like I don't think that that's her fault I think she's just incredible and she loves attention and what she can get with whoever she wants and I think that's more than fine yeah how dare Damon say that yeah honestly okay so a little bit of trivia for this episode the nurse who appeared in this uh episode is the same actress who appeared in episode two of season one the night of the comet which is when vicky is in the hospital and mm -hmm. seth and salvatore was running around like a little spy so we got the same nurse back oh, oh do you think she ever gets a day off <laughs> no anytime someone's been attacked by a vampire she's there um we had just for this episode, we had BJ Britt as Carter. Um, I recognized him from the TV show Unreal, which is like a fictional show about The Bachelor, and he played the suitor for one season. 
Um, he, it's a really, I really encourage everyone to watch season one of Unreal in particular because it was made by the like producers of The Bachelor and it's like how, it's like a, a fic, it's like a fiction account of like how that show is made. They call it like everlasting and it shows like how reality TV actually works and how like the producers like manipulate people. It's like crazy, but some of the things, like the techniques they use are like true. Mm, that sounds good. He was also on Agents wow. of S.H.I.E.L.D. and he also played the Laron parody in Vampires Suck. I swear to God, we have had half cast of Vampires Suck on this show. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Because what we found out is once you play a vampire, you can only play a vampire i think because a lot of stuff about the semi-sucking puns vampires suck you suck from caroline i also feel like the tagline for one of the series was love season sucks. one season one love yep. sucks god oh no no thank no, you that's what they do um <laughs> this episode brave new world is named after a book of the same name now the weird thing is the series finale of NBC's Heroes also is called Brave New World after the book. It also aired in 2010 and involves the characters going to a carnival. But as far as I can work out, the book has nothing to do with a carnival. So I don't know why they're both called this. No, we actually I studied that book in English back in the day. And no, it doesn't have anything to do with a carnival as far as I can remember. Isn't that unusual? How bizarre. So weird. That's also really weird that like Vampire Diaries and Heroes because they would have been like, yeah, at exactly the same time doing the same. Just odd. Yeah. I think that's the end of this episode for us. Um, So we'll be back next week, every single Wednesday with a new episode talking about season two now. (laughs) For the end of time. For like the next five years. That's a lie. Don't don't quote me on that. Um. (laughs) Well, Alice, if they do, if they do a reboot, then then that is exactly what we'll be doing till the end of time. I mean, I mean, we've still disgusting. got the originals. I, I don't know if we ever want to legacies. venture down legacies. We, we've got content to keep us going for decades. <laughs> I showed these guys a clip of legacies um, and because I had, like, I've never seen it, but I had seen this one clip and it genuinely is like a porn parody. Like I couldn't believe what was happening on screen. It was the worst thing <laughs> I've ever seen. It was so weird. And the fact that it was Rick was like the fantasy. Yeah, I hated it. It was just like... Oh, was that? Yeah. No, ugh, no, no, not no. Not pleasant. <laughs> I also think when they inevitably make another, like, or make a Twilight TV show, again, we'll be there. So I don't think yeah. this is an ending. And I can... <laughs> no. And I'm I'm reading Midnight Sun. I've got so many things more to add now. So yes. let, let me get back to you on that. <laughs> Anyway, in the meantime, if they want to share their thoughts and feelings, what can they do with us? Not just the world. <laughs> uh, you, you can find us on Twitter at Miss Mystic Pod. We will keep you posted if anything changes on that front. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we are hopefully not going anywhere on Instagram and we will be there on Missing Mystic Fools Pod. Yeah. Or you could go into your podcast app of choice and give us five stars and only five stars. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> so Bye. <different>. Bye. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll be See back. See you next Bye. week. See you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>